Previously on the Twistcast. Last time we did a deep dive into Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, it, it was fine. Yeah, it was it was fine. It was, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was well, fine. You, yeah, I mean, you could go watch it, I guess, or go listen to the episode, or yeah. go watch it and then listen to the episode, or listen to the episode and then watch it. So if you that don't way, care about spoilers. Yeah, look, look, it's been out for like was it a week, two weeks now? Yeah, I don't, I, mean, I don't know. Time has no meaning. To be fair, like the story, you can kind of predict all of it anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's fine. Like we said, it's it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, right. <laughs> welcome to the Twistcast, everyone. I'm Mike. I'm Jesse. It's still weird because there's no Sam. Yeah. Um, but we have some awesome, awesome guests hanging out with us tonight. From a bite of, we have Noah. Hey, hello. Uh, where can people find you and plug your show a little bit? Um, so I do a podcast with another co-host, and essentially we take our favorite book, TV, movie, pop culture obsession, and we do it one episode at a time. So if it is based on a book, we'll cover the book, cover the property, and then we do it by season. Um, so then just a bite of pod on social media, biteofpod.com, and then a bite of on all podcast platforms. Nice. Awesome. That's awesome. 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 Thanks so much for joining us. And as well, joining us is our friend Chris from Play Comics. How are you, Chris? I'm pretty good, and I'm so excited to be here for this. I'm happy to have you. Why don't you go and plug your stuff? Well, Play Comics is a show where I grab a guest, and we look at a video game based on a comic property and see how well that game represents the source material. So right now, I am stuck in PS1 hell. Oh god! Because there are so many games that people skipped over because they're bad. Yep, rightfully so. Rightfully <laughs> accurate. Oh god. I don't envy you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the dummy who decided that I was going to look at everything. <laughs> <laughs> look, you're a completionist, or you're not, or you're not, and you're just gonna you're just gonna have to take that and run with it. At this point, I've made the bed. I have to just lay in it and mm -hmm. do what I'm going to do and find people who know anime because I don't. <laughs> oh, I, oh, no. PS1 error anime games. Oh, God. Yeah, that's Yikes. where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like. Uh... Sounds like hell. <laughs> but so wait, do you actually own all the systems or are you playing it on, a, on an emulator? I mostly own the systems. Um, nice. I don't own the games for all of these. So it's either emulator or sometimes it's just finding playthrough videos because we're not focusing so much on if the game is good or not. So watching <laughs> other people play it is good enough. That's fair. <laughs> sometimes necessary. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not spending $300 on a web of fire. No, <laughs> absolutely not. That's too much money. Uh, not, not, not with these inflation prices. It's ridiculous. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> anyway. That was a few years ago when I made that episode. I haven't looked at the price of it since. Oh, Please don't. Like easily seven hundred or something at this point. I don't even want to know. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and move into news, uh, like we always do. If you're new to the show, uh, we just run through comic book news, and then for the big studios, Marvel and DC, and then we talk about video game news if there is any. Sometimes there is, sometimes there's not. Either way, we're just going to roll through. All right, starting with comics. Uh, Moon Knight will be facing Werewolf by Night from the current creative team in the October annual, uh, which is pretty cool. It's running all the way back to his first appearance. Like, Jesse knows. Anytime I get the opportunity to talk about Moon Knight, I'm just... You will. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Because <laughs> it makes me happy. 
anyway, uh, that was it. Uh, believe it or not, oh. comic stuff because <laughs> we only did this like a week ago. So there's like that's fair. There's like a a desert of certain types of news. All right, that, so that's uh, weird because that's the one that usually takes like twenty minutes to get through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> not tonight. It is uh it is different tonight. <laughs> Moving on to worlds of DC. Worlds. worlds. Thank you. Thank you. Worlds. Now I can make it real pretty in post. I, I appreciate you. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has worn a uh, black Adam suit on a new magazine cover, and it looks pretty, pretty decent. I mean, that's a that's a giant man, um, and he scares me a little bit. <laughs> it's a suit that's kind of hard to fuck up. So, hmm. if you could find a way, <laughs> uh, DC will find a way. DC will find a way. <laughs> but I feel like it is very hard to fuck that up. Like him and Shazam are. Pretty simple suits. Yeah, pretty simple suits. Yeah. You could probably mess up Shazam suit before you can mess up Black Adam suit. Probably. You could. Because <laughs> there's actually, colors involved in that one. Right. Black Adam's just <laughs> black with the bolt. And, <laughs> I think they both look really good, uh, for, mm. for the record. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so this is interesting. The background delay that was happening happening with that project mm-hmm. it's pointing it towards a theatrical release now instead of being an hbo max exclusive whoa okay i, I mean, did not hear about that <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of wild right i mean it i would question why they made an hbo max exclusive to begin with but yeah okay sure wasn't it COVID related? Like I would they... assume it would have been, but yeah. like they knew that they were still in very early stages of development at that point. They, well, they were going to do a bunch of stuff as HBO Max exclusives, like Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. I think that's a show. Though. That's a show, though. Yeah, yeah. But like they were going to do a bunch of stuff as as just HBO Max, so that way you just get the content out there. Was but... Blue Beetle supposed to be theatrical, or I think that's theatrical. Yeah. Okay. It should be. I want to see Jaime on the big screen, baby. <laughs> Let's go with that costume. Uh, Warner Brothers is releasing the R-rated deluxe edition of Batman Long Halloween uh, this September, which kind of feels weird because if you have HBO Max, you could just, just watch it. Oh, I was going to say it feels weird because you might as well just wait a few weeks to put out in October, but okay. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, you know, Long Halloween, might as well it's release like, it in the Halloween. You're literally in the month right next to it. Why don't you just that's, wait a few weeks? That's the long part. It starts in September <laughs> and goes to October. That is fair. That is fair. Uh, and finally here, uh, the Harley Quinn Season 3 trailer brought in Nightwing, uh, of all people. Um, so, Oh, God. What, if, what are they going to do to Nightwing? I'm so excited. Who cares? The show is fun. It's oh, it's so, so much good. fun. It is. I'm, I'm scared to know what they're going to do to Nightwing. Uh, yeah, there's there's going to be at least one ass joke. At least one. Like, at, at least. least. <laughs> it's going to be every single scene. Oh, yeah. It's like, why is he stretching like that? I don't know. It's just it's just his ass the entire time. That's it. Probably. It's <laughs> not even the rest of him. It's just his ass in every scene. Double his cheeked Ventura. up on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's... <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on to multiversal MCU and all their TV stuff. Uh, Reese Rett, who is a writer working on Deadpool 3, has revealed that Marvel Studios is taking a hand off, hands-off approach to the sequel. Um, which good. could be very good, um, just based on recent track record, in my opinion. Um, but that could be a good thing. Some, uh, sometimes, you know, writers and directors need a little 
little direction, a little guidance, but uh, Deadpool's a little different. So well, it's good because it also shows that they trust this team to actually do the character justice and that they don't need to meddle with them unlike a certain other big studio that just meddles all the time yeah it feels like marvel's starting to meddle a little more lately they are uh, you'll, you'll with, see that in a second yes but well, at least with like this product it shows that they have faith in them yeah. to do the character right yeah and i feel like you have to let ryan reynolds and that crew oh, you have do to. what they're gonna do Otherwise, um, I wouldn't even be surprised if they don't have a script and they just let Ryan Reynolds do whatever he wants. <laughs> they have, we have, it's we have all basic, Yeah, we have basic guidelines. Yeah, we uh, wanted to go this direction. What you say is up to you, and <laughs> just have fun. Make it work, kid. You got this. Uh, Marvel Studios is doing a mega panel in Hall H on July 23rd at San Diego Comic Con at five Pacific. So July July 23rd. That's only eight days from now. It sure is. Uh, that is, it, it, it'll be closer than that by the time people are listening to this. Yes, but uh, eight, eight o'clock, it's right at like kids' bedtime. It sucks for me. But, all right, kids, time. that's my bedtime. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> put yourself to sleep. Go to bed. <laughs> uh, interestingly, at San Diego Comic Con, Marvel's also doing an animation panel, hmm. which caught my caught my attention a little bit because we know they've done like a couple of things on like disney xd fine uh and then what if but like what other animated projects are you really working on Boon girl Mm. really yeah is is that is that is that like factual or is that like you're hoping no i am pretty sure i'm remembering right as long as my brain has not gone completely out of it which this being (laughs) a friday is a good possibility (laughs) pretty sure moon girl is going to be animated Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it is. It, it for sure is because there's the uh, the trailer's already out. Is Moon it? Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, how yeah. How the hell did I miss that? <laughs> I think, I believe it's on Disney. It's not on Hulu, right? Uh, I could be wrong. I no, it, it probably would be on Hulu. Hulu Hulu's yeah. where they put like the stuff that is a little more adult centered, but they're not really giving any actual leash to. Look at you, Monarch. Uh, <laughs> That was awful. Uh, you know what? I could see them doing an animated show for Howard the Duck. Maybe yes. Put it on Hulu, but yes. Uh, Squirrel Girl. I think uh, they were going to, but I think they canceled it. I could see them like maybe reviving that at some point. Yeah, like because they, they had they had the girl I feel from like, um, mm-hmm. the AT and T commercials oh. who was set to be. No, I'm sorry, it was live action. That's what it was. It was live. It was supposed action, to be live action. Yes, and she was set to be Squirrel Girl. But I could like see them doing an animated show for that, like more yeah. of like a kid-centered show for that. Could be, could be. Uh, they also have um, the X Men '97. That's yes, going to be that's, animated. That's right. That's right. So I mean, really, only two shows, and then what if? Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll maybe they'll drop some more. Yeah. You know, you that's know. true. That's true. It's, it's possible. Uh, just not another Spider-Man show. You guys have got like six of those. Just like unless it's a Ghost Spider show, then you can do it. True. There you True. go. <laughs> or revive Spectacular. I would take that. Uh, James Gunn has said that he de- he debunked a rumor actually uh, that in the third film that there was going to have there were going to be some Thor cameos. He's like, no, no, mm. and and it makes sense in if you watched Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no sense in thor showing up in that movie like whatsoever 
and they've got so much being this this is the last guardians movie at least with this team they've got so much they need to cover still at this yeah. point that why, why? it'd be too much why, like, why would you put Thor? Like they got to bring sense. in adam warlock and everything like mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot already it's not the person that i would really care to see it anyway so that makes sense it's yeah. like okay yeah thor's in it cool yeah cool, cool. <laughs> great like, i want more cosmic nonsense uh personally um speaking of thor marvel reported reportedly ordered taika watiti to keep the movie under two hours um so a little studio meddling there like i feel like that movie needed a little extra time it needed just a little what was the actual official one time for that movie i don't know uh, it was like an hour it. and 56 minutes or something like that. That's probably about right. It was uh, just like at two hours. It is literally an hour 59. <laughs> ah, so close. So yeah. close. <laughs> it it could have used like another 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Just a little bit more. Of stuff. Mm. Um, speaking of Taika, he said that they won't be releasing any deleted scenes uh, with uh, Peter Dinklage, Lena Headey, and Jeff Goldblum saying that they're deleted for a reason. They aren't good enough, which kind of is like a like it's a bit of a slap it's a haymaker man <laughs> like y'all yeah. like, suck yeah you suck <laughs> you're just the worst you could have just said like you. it didn't fit with the tone of the movie or something like that <laughs> but no not... it was a completely different side of the story but no there he's like it's, it's just, just not it, good it just sucked <laughs> <laughs> leave here and never return <laughs> Uh, and uh, last thing about Taika, he he talked about how that Taylor Swift meme uh, with the goats inspired the goat screams, and I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's perfect. That's amazing. Uh, that the I swear to God, it's the best joke in the movie, uh, only because I forgot about it repeatedly. I felt like an idiot for not seeing it coming, and when it yeah. happened, every time the goats came on, I just heard you start laughing again. <laughs> it was so dumb. It was so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like break through a window and you just hear the scream first and you're like why is this happening yeah. because it's Taika Waititi yeah yeah yep uh Daniel Kaluuya will not be in Black Panther Wakanda forever because he was committed to Jordan Peele's nope uh which makes sense it's, you know he's yeah. like a like a lead in that movie you're not you're not trading up lead roles for maybe supporting pieces I feel like his last, I mean, even in the first Black Panther, I think he did what he needed to, mm -hmm. to make mm -hmm. an impact to where, like, if he's not in it, it's like, okay. Yeah. Maybe he can, maybe he can come back later. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Ryan Gosling has thrown his hat in the ring to be Ghost Rider in the MCU. Um, he's, like, people thought maybe he was going to be Nova, but he has met with Kevin Feige. So he's like, yeah, if anything, I, I want to be Ghost Rider. But we all know we all want Nick, Nick Cage to come back, right? Is that that's that's how we? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. I mean, just <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel, but no thanks, no thank you. <laughs> I'm good. I yeah, want I him in somehow, but not there. Right. <laughs> um. I mean, Ryan Gosling. I could see him more as a Nova than I can a Ghost Rider, but okay. I would prefer that they would have gone with a different Ghost Rider instead of Johnny, but. Sure. Yeah, Robbie. Oh, he maybe. Robbie. I mean, he could be. He could be Danny. Uh, you. He could be. He be Johnny or Danny. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah. I think the interesting thing about Ghost Rider though is that I mean we're not even going to really see their face anyway. Yeah. So it's really about more the voice. Right. And I don't but know even if that Gosling just, has that. Yeah. yeah. 
never know. I mean, look, he is Ken in the Barbie movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just ruined all of your nights. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Ken from Barbie, the demon of hell, <laughs> you know, same idea. Um, so I know a lot of us have uh, taken some shots at Marvel, um, just saying their you know stuff isn't as good as maybe it used to be. Mm-hmm. And one of the producers at Marvel came out and said that people are upset because they're dealing with endgame trauma. And I disagree. Um, it's just like, yeah, endgame was rad and awesome in a lot of different ways, but we just... Uh, like, I don't expect your material to be at that same level, but like early Marvel stuff had a bit more of a passion to it that the modern stuff just doesn't really have anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just by the numbers and like yeah yeah like uh like red said last week it was a it was a packaged marvel movie with thor and like that's i mean it's, it's fine that's fine it's not it's, it's not, not bad, bad. But it's not great it's fine um, but it's not like a winter soldier where it was just like oh my god problem problem my favorite speaking of winter soldier the directors of that movie the russos said they'd have to sleep on it if they were offered uh, Secret Wars because they said it's one series they adored growing up. It's ambitious and it would be bigger than Infinity War and Endgame. It's a massive undertaking and I kind of understand but then when that Brinks truck rolls up to their house uh, you just kind of go, <laughs> yeah sure I'll do Wait, it. Which, so my, I, I, did, I saw that floating around but I didn't actually read it. Which Secret Wars are they talking about? So they're talking about like Beyonder 80s Secret Wars. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not okay like hickman fantastic four doctor doom secret wars i've seen a lot of people confusing the two they are not the same thing right at all yep. like at all i mean so, the hickman one is literally a reed richards and doom story that's that's really what that is mm-hmm. i do remember that i have read both of them i remember a little bit of the 80s one not the reed richards one <laughs> Oh, the so Reed Richards one is my favorite. It's, it's so good. good. It's so good, but it's also steeped in lore. Like you it have is. to and read Hickman's Fantastic Four and Avengers, and like roll all the way. Th- like he writes these big, big stories. That was the problem. I read that as a standalone thing, and I got, yep. dove into it. I'm just like, what's going on? Who yeah. are you? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It get it got it got difficult. Like if you were yeah. like, I loved the investment level personally. But that's how I am because I'm reading, like you're reading every 15, month, yeah. fifteen books a week. It's like not, it's like I have a problem. Like, <laughs> drugs would be better for me at this point. At least probably cheaper. <laughs> Definitely cheaper. Definitely. Depending cheaper. on which ones you do, true. You probably read more comics. <laughs> Speed through them. <laughs> not endorsing that. I, I'm not. No, endorsing absolutely it. not. Absolutely not. Unless it's legal in your state. Look, the amount of times we've had to do the whole drugs, but really don't do drugs on the show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we. It turns out that the uh, the Illuminati and Doctor Strange, uh, some of the actors came in so late that they couldn't make practical outfits. Among them, Anson Mount and John Krasinski. Um, look, it looks fine, but um, you know, would have been cool to have that practical suit because i'm a well, nerd that way just gives me an excuse to bring john krasinski back for the actual fantastic four movie yeah i, I think yeah. uh i think that might not happen but you know yeah know. <laughs> he was like such a perfect obvious casting and 
I'm glad that we got him in, at least in something, but like. So, you know, they cast him because fans wanted it, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But he was great. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> we we were right. I don't There's know. a reason why the fans wanted it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, cool. It worked. <laughs> so keep doing it. <laughs> Chris, did you have feelings on John Krasinski as, as Mr. Fantastic? No, I loved it. And I mean, you can't use him now and now just not use him again. Here's the problem that I noticed, right? Like, Loki has proven that not every variant will look the same. Yep. But if you nail it, why would you change it? But by that logic, some variants will. Exactly. So you can just stick with him. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. It is literally a, a like tenet of multiversal theories that, like, certain universes are off by just, like, Okay, well, this bottle is right here, and the other universe is right here. That's the only change. Everything else can be exactly the same. Like, just fucking keep them. Well, also, in, in the Illuminati, they were all themselves. Like, they were all, it was Peggy Carter. Mm-hmm. It was Peggy Carter from, yeah. you know, whatever, 616 or 199999, whatever yeah, you want to call it. We're not calling it 616. We don't do that on this show. <laughs> we do not do that yet. No, no, I'm just saying, like, whatever, which one are, Yeah, what whatever I want to call it. But they were all their same counterparts. They might have been a different hero, but yeah. So I mean, by that logic, you really could easily just yeah. watch. They're the gonna one. make him the thing. That's what they're gonna do. Oh, gotta be furious. <laughs> oh, be furious. And then he'd probably kill it. Oh yeah, more furious. Oh, right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Hawkeye star Haley Steinfeld is set for more appearances as Kate Bishop, which is awesome because I actually Good. really enjoyed her. In her turn as Kate Bishop, uh, also sense. another favorite character of mine. I love archers. I'm weird that way. <laughs> uh, so it looks like Sylvie's back for Loki season two, which I was kind of unsure about. Like I was like, is she just gone now, or is she coming back? But she's coming back. Good. Uh, yeah. Raphael <laughs> Casal from Blind Spotting is also joining the cast of Loki season two. Uh, Jesse is going to make you happy. Uh, we finally got some set photos from Ironheart Ooh. with Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams. I need more Riri up in my life. I was literally just thinking about this morning. I don't remember why, but I was thinking about it this morning. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really excited for this. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, and Alden Ehrenrich, Ehrenreich, I'm not sure how you say his last name, but he was uh, solo in Solo, uh, was also <laughs> cast in Ironheart. Um, could be i don't know who he's being but and you know i didn't didn't hate his acting at all so we're good he's decent i mean uh moon knight got eight emmy nominations including outstanding character voiceover performance outstanding cinematography outstanding fantasy sci-fi costumes i didn't know that was a fucking category Outstanding music composition, outstanding sound editing, outstanding uh, sound mixing, and outstanding stunt coordination. What if you know what, was, I, oh God. You know what I noticed was missing that list? <laughs> like outstanding writing. Uh, yeah, Act, acting would have like I would have given it to like I thought he may have, Oscar Isaac maybe should have been nominated for the acting. Yeah, uh, just the how he portrayed really the different personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, nominated. But for a different thing. Yeah. For acting, right? Dune? Was it Dune? No. 
That's no. not Emmys, is it? Scenes no. from no, not no. scenes from a marriage. Is it scenes from a marriage? I don't remember. I no, saw no, it no, and no, I like no. immediately dumped it out of my brain. I don't follow work. Season. <laughs> I saw his name somewhere. <laughs> his name's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> what if was nominated for an outstanding uh, animated program? Uh, interesting. Chadwick Boseman has been uh, emanated for a posthumous Emmy uh, for his work on What If. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Like honestly, that was one of the things that like listen <laughs> watching that show. I welled up a little bit when he's when he spoke, and I was like, "Oh, it's actually him!" And I was like, "Oh, he's good." <laughs> it's tough. You're not the only one here. <laughs> yeah, like he shares my birthday. Like that's that's like <sighs> rough. Yeah, right. It's like it's like a oh, happy birthday to me. Oh, <laughs> my king. No. <laughs> Uh, Spectacular Spider-Man is now on Netflix. Just talked about that a little bit. Uh, I love that show. That theme song is freaking sick. Uh, it's great. It's great. I love it. Uh, and leading to the best interactions I think I've had on Twitter in a very long time, I saw that Mike Epps and Adam Scott have both joined the, the cast of Madam Web. And I thought immediately when I saw this news, I was like, what the hell even is this movie? And I clicked on like the tweet of a news article and somebody literally wrote my exact thought a minute before I did. And I was like, this is fantastic. I love Adam Scott, but why, <laughs> why does this movie exist? There was somebody that said, I, I don't know who it was, but they had shared it and they said, Adam Scott's probably going to be the villain that shares the same exact powers as Madam Spider. So that way, the end fight can just be a CGI fest, and it looks exactly the same. And I was like, probably, hey. mm -hmm. <laughs> probably. <laughs> the first Transformers movie all over again. <laughs> I I don't understand why. Uh, all right, finally here in in video games, uh, we got a new look at Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, it was Iron Man heavy. I don't know how to feel about the game. I'm gonna play through it on on our Twitch. We're gonna do so it. I did recently watch some gameplay of it as well. Um, I am not a strategy person at all. Like mm -hmm. I always thought like Same. I should give XCOM a shot, but it's just not my thing. I, I can't think that way. This actually looks pretty interesting. Like I wasn't yeah. sure about the whole like card based system they have going on and like how that was gonna all gonna work or anything. But after actually watching it in action, it actually seemed like it'd be pretty smooth and not too heavy on the strategy. So Agreed. I might be tempted to give it a shot, but probably only at the right price. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got like um, I got some credit uh, on my Xbox account, so I'm just gonna slide that right on in and <laughs> set up. I can buy it for like thirty bucks. Cool, cool. I'm set. All right, and that's your news tonight. We have uh, on on this episode, rather not tonight, because you could be listening to it at four in the morning, and that's not necessarily night anymore. Um, but on this episode, we do not have a character breakdown. We'll save that for another time because we have two incredible guests and we are going to talk about Miss Marvel, uh, the Disney Plus series that just wrapped up earlier Ooh, this week. Nice. Look nice at transition. You. Look at you. Chris out here with the production. Every once in a while, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Kindred spirits, my friend. Kindred spirits. Uh, okay. So what we do on the show is we usually start with the IMDb synopsis. Because sometimes they're, they're right. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes. More they're often than so not. so bad. They're, 
the rom. <laughs> so uh, actually, I don't think this one's awful, but it's all right. You'll see. Uh, Kamala is a superhero fan with an imagination, particularly when it comes to Captain Marvel. Kamala feels like she doesn't fit in at school and sometimes even at home. That is until she gets superpowers like the heroes she's looked up to. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, that does happen. <laughs> it, <laughs> that is the problem, right? <laughs> well, you know, oh, yeah, that that does happen. I think, uh, what was it recently that was just like terrible? And the Thor wasn't great. No, it was probably Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about that, everything it, surrounding that is just terrible. It's Morbid time. No, the memes are great. The memes are phenomenal. But because we're laughing at it, not not, not with, with it, it, Sony. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> Before we get started, we don't do this enough. Spoiler warning. We're probably going to be talking about spoilers for the entire thing. You should know the drill by now once we get into this, but just to throw it up there. So uh, how'd you guys feel? I'll start with you, Chris. How'd you feel about the show overall? Overall, I really like the series. Um, I like Kamala as a character. G. Willow Wilson's run is mm. just fucking amazing. Oh. I know, right? Yes. And I love the fact that it started off and I'm sitting there like, oh shit, they're going to do the G. Willow Wilson run. Mm -hmm. And then by episode two or three, Oh shit, they're not doing the G Willow Wilson run. <laughs> and I, I was just as excited, but different excited because all yeah. of a sudden I don't know what's going to happen anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, that was part know? of the problem with me watching like um, WandaVision because, like, in that first episode, it's like, crap, okay, cool. I know what they're doing. I know they got to condense it down and not bring in like everybody mm -hmm. from House of M. But yeah, I pretty much know what's going to happen here. So I'm sitting there the whole time, like, okay, I'm not going to spoil things for you, Kaylee, but I know what's going to happen. And she finally just gave up and let me spoil things. Yeah, I, I thought they were going to lean more in the Tom King vision series, which they like, like picked and prodded and, you know, is what it is. Um, the uh, Vision, not not Ms. Marvel. Uh, getting back on topic, Noah, how did you feel? I know you just did uh, six six episodes, right, on this? Yeah, a technically seven. seven. We usually yeah. do like a before you watch. So we yeah. go over the comic okay. and all that stuff. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I think after I loved Moon Knight as well. I, I completely love that series because it's more my aesthetic. It's a little darker, more dramatic. But I think we needed this as far as the MCU. We needed something that was so fresh and like a fan being in the series almost. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good from the music to the actors that played every single character. It was just, you could tell they loved it. You could tell that it was a project of love from everybody. Yeah, I thought it was it was really good. It, it, was, it was special. I think they were very faithful to who Kamala is um, in the books. And, and that was the thing that, that made me happiest. There's other stuff we'll get to in a little bit, but uh, Jesse, how about you? How'd you feel about the series? Overall? It was fun. Um, it was very lighthearted for some parts. <laughs> uh, got very heavy for other parts, but um, as on the whole, like Kamala is a bit more that lighthearted character a lot of the time. So just like seeing that and like that, just her in the MCU and being that fangirl of all these different heroes and stuff like it was just fun to watch something different um good to see a different group of people being represented too 
because like a Muslim superhero is like other than her who is there yeah. so like it was nice to see a different angle of things as well um show could have used some help here and there in my opinion but we'll get to that i'm sure yeah yeah um okay so let's talk uh we usually do this by talking about characters and their journey through whatever movie or show or whatever it is uh game sometimes uh not often enough uh I just kind of want to start with Kamala because she's so like central to everything. Like none of this happens without even a little bit of her. And I kind of want to start by giving Iman Vellani her props, right? Because I felt like that girl knew this character, loved this character, and wanted to do right by this character all the way through. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I was saying, she's just fun throughout the entire series even during those heavy moments like she still has that air of just like okay shit's going down how do i deal with this and like she just has that superhero mentality and just seeing this teenage girl trying to like figure this shit out on the fly like she did it in a fun way it was just fun to watch i felt like kamal also grew a lot through the series right oh definitely i mean she starts off just being this girl that has typical high school problems and trying to just survive high school. And <clears throat> she ends up saving the goddamn world by the end of it and growing and maturing, knowing that she can rely on people around her. And yeah, she becomes a fully fledged person. She had that whole superhero origin. Yeah. The whole arc. Just yeah. that one. Yeah. And I think that's what made it special, right? Like you don't really always get that. It's usually I got powers. Now I have to fight this person who, probably has powers just like mine <laughs> like we get that a lot in the mcu they um, almost went there they almost went there almost <laughs> got real close <laughs> real close uh but i felt like she you know she learned more about her and her heritage and her family and that added to her being a richer person mm. you know yeah she um as actor herself and as a person just to like echo your sentiment i i don't she is kamala i mean mm -hmm. it she is it, i mean the, i just saw a quiz where they like did rapid fire quiz with her and it was like what was the first stone that thanos got and i was like I, I don't know and she's like power stone and i was like what like i mean she just like she has all that knowledge like, it's crazy i don't think there could have been a better person to play yeah kamala she she's a real deal uh when you were talking about the the title of the mcu's multiverse earlier uh she was like it's not 616 you guys like i, yeah. I know she's like i know what kevin Feige said but he's wrong he's wrong it's yeah. not. <laughs> and i was like i'm gonna like you a lot <laughs> kevin Feige death stares from across the room <laughs> just she just sits there all of a sudden she just senses that somewhere feige's <laughs> disappointed in her she said i think she said after um i went on like a whole binge of just watching and reading stuff that she has been doing since then mm -hmm. the after she was on the red carpet or whatever and talked about that the 616 and the mm -hmm. 19999 all that she said the first time she saw kevin he was across the room and then he mouthed and did 616 <laughs> and then walked away <laughs> And then she was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Guess he heard me. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. Whatever. She said it with her chest and I love her for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I felt like uh, her, 
So here's here's probably my biggest disappointment in the show, right? They changed her powers and yes. <laughs> attached it to a trinket, which bothers me. And then like, so my my thing is, her powers are that she's a stretchy brown girl. Like I just yeah. wanted her to be a stretchy brown girl, not armor from X Men, right? Mm, good point. So, so as I was watching the show, and we had said something similar during the Moon Knight episode was it's i almost want to say it's another one of those instances of if you're not going to do the character right don't do it at all but she's also part of a minority group that doesn't ever get representation this way so i feel like they had to do the character but then that makes me question why did you change the character like i get why like because of like the whole inhuman sort of thing and like you don't want to like tread on that given the whole abc show that flopped and everything but like why you could have easily just done something different and still given her stretchy powers and i i wasn't a big fan of the whole like crystal light sort of power thing knowing what she's actually supposed to be like i i mean i i agree i think it did grow on me i felt like just how she was i was like okay like i'm not necessarily missing the stretchy powers Mm -hmm. but the thing that i am missing is that one of the things that they said on why they changed the powers was, oh, it has ramifications. Like, it's going to play a part in the bigger MCU, which, oh, that's great. I don't know what that is yet. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's also like, I don't know, like, until that happens, it is still going to feel weird. I think with people that do like the character, it's like, you know, G. Willow Wilson said they gave her these powers because they weren't pretty and they wanted to make sure that, you know, those specific powers were resembling that that way she didn't have light or she wasn't dazzler essentially and then they kind of did do that so it's like <laughs> look then anytime also, we can mention dazzler on this show <laughs> yeah, i love dazzler so much. i say it with love and i can get behind them trying to separate her out from reed richards and i can get right. behind like the animation they have to do on it just isn't gonna look good it's like okay that's fine change the character all you want there but that's the the thing. inhumans thing it's like all you have to you don't have to pre- acknowledge the abc show there's other inhumans just do are it we, true are we, are we talking like, about inhumans right now i've actually <laughs> never seen it so i can't i have oh, <laughs> holy god i want I, to watch I, it because it's, i've heard it's horrible I'm i've like watching heard, horrible things. i've heard it's such bad show that i don't want to watch it oh, i'm gonna make you watch it for the show now Oh, oh my god. god. So Mike oh, and I no. are the only ones that have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a hard watch, y'all. You guys are lucky. It, it is a they hard watch. Literally shaved Medusa's head because it was too expensive to do her hair. It was like one episode <laughs> in. They're just like, no, nope, ball now. <laughs> so bad. You're just making me want to watch it more. You should. You should, as in like just to see why it's so bad. Again, yeah. it's already been established that you're a completionist. So uh, <laughs> I think you I, I just realized that. one other thing. Like they could have done the whole inhuman thing still because Black Bolt, he was in Multiverse of Madness. Like they already have him there. I mean, yeah, it's a different universe, but like you already have it in Tuba there in the yep. MCU. Like, can't we just why? Uh, <laughs> I'll I'm I think I don't know. I'm on the side of like she doesn't have to be an inhuman. Her being an inhuman doesn't make her special. Her being a mutant doesn't necessarily make her special Ugh. either. 
so it is weird that they did it but also like fuck the inhumans i'm sorry but like they're, <laughs> they're cool but like that's because you watched have... the show <laughs> well no not even the, like i'm not even li- i used to like the inhumans a lot in the comics they haven't yeah. had a single comic in over a year except for part of the dark holds like wanda and dr yeah. strange thing mm-hmm. in over a year they haven't even had a comic it's like i don't even think marvel likes them anymore really. the comic <laughs> division doesn't even give a shit about so, them here's the problem with humans right they're too close to mutants for you to be able to really distinguish a difference like easily like i can tell you about terrigen mists and all that nonsense versus genetic straight up genetic mutations and i think the thing that makes it muddier is like technically they're somehow related on a genetic level but it's just it's too much it's too much it's weird um so like i feel like that's fine i will talk about briefly the the mutation scene in episode six i didn't love that so like so i guess you could say like the the inhuman gene you could treat it like a mutation like i mean that's really all the difference is it's right it's just a, a literally just the catalyst genes, right yeah yeah so i mean either way fine technically genetically speaking jesse you're my, my science nerd here so genetically speaking it, it would be a mutation one way or the other correct basically yeah yeah okay so whether it's a mutation to give her powers or a mutation to give her something to trigger powers yeah it's yeah. still a mutation yeah so like that's that can be explained away easily enough but it was just like all right and then they played the x-men theme which i mean it's a rad theme so i'm never really gonna be mad about it uh, but it was just like okay but then i i love that she immediately said uh it's just another label don't really care exactly. doesn't matter which yeah. was which was actually pretty awesome so uh anything else you guys wanted to bring up about kamala and her her journey through the series she's just such a giant lovable dork yes (laughs) baby sloth productions need more (laughs) (laughs) i do how do you guys i mean ever since the whole not to stay on the the mutation thing Mm -hmm. but with you know the co-creator sana coming out and saying we originally wanted her to be a mutant, but Ike, you know, whatever his name, Bumblefuck, can't remember his name. That was like the head person of the comics at the time made them make him, made her an inhuman. Mm-hmm. But now they actually got to tell the story they wanted to tell. I mean, does that kind of like lessen? Yeah, for me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I didn't know that. So I just yeah. knew that she was an inhuman, but. Like that, that's not even the change that I care about. Like <laughs> being honest, it's the, honestly it's the powers. Yeah. It's they're the too powers similar. There's two. They're too similar anyway. So it's like Cree or just genetics. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, uh, it, and I know they wanted her to be. They wanted her powers to be cosmic based, so it made sense for the Marvels. It's like, all right, yes. Look, okay. the, you don't get that post credit scene with Carol without her being somehow connected in a cosmic way like it just doesn't happen but that's what aren't the negabands i mean that's what the negabands do right i mean rick jones would turn into captain marvel because he had the bands and they would would just switch places so i mean as far as like them wanting is that captain marvel captain like captain marvel like the original captain marvel so 
they could have explained the cosmic stuff with the bands you know what i mean like if mm-hmm. they didn't yeah i think that's like a weak argument for them to be like we want it to be cosmic it's yeah like, well I just don't, she could yeah. be a fan like she's a fan yeah. Yeah. um yeah i thought i thought uh wrapping up here with her um i felt like her portrayal was so earnest and and real to a lot of high school experiences and i felt like um obviously we're not in a room full of people to talk about you know pakistani culture and and being muslim but i felt like i got a little bit more in like exposure i guess to that to that culture that i really didn't have before you know obviously i have it from reading the books but it's like something that you just don't really have a lot of in general and when you get it it's it's nice to see such a family unit um and the interactions and all that kind of stuff so i felt like that was really good oh her family was great (laughs) yeah we're gonna talk about her family in a minute (laughs) yeah we've said this over on legends of shield too that we all really loved the fact that they're not just sitting there spoon feeding us the cultural explanations of everything. It's just mm-hmm. cool. I mean, that that's what they're doing. You better figure it out. Yeah. But they did it in ways that we could all figure out what was going on. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely loved like the thing that actually took me by surprise was the episode that went like back to like Pakistan when mm-hmm. they're like kind of in the middle of a revolt, you know, like, you know, it's like, not doing, easy yeah it's not an easy whole, time to talk about mess mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah took some shots at the british it was uh, well deserved shots uh, at the well, british. oh yeah, yeah they should they of should <laughs> i'm an american fuck them british uh <laughs> there's a I reason think... why independence from the british empire is the most celebrated holiday across the entire yep. world it I, sure say, I think the entire world has that sentiment to fuck the british <laughs> not that yeah. we hate the british but <laughs> i don't even know if we have any british listeners uh, we appreciate you. Things. But not anymore. Your government. <laughs> Fuck your government. Oh, I, I feel like half the British people <laughs> I yeah, think the same way right now. Don't love it. Don't love it. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Kamala's friend circle in in this series. Uh, it evolved from just Bruno and Nakia to including Cameron, this boy that she obviously had had some feelings for, and Kareem, this kid that she meets in Pakistan to her bully becoming her friend in zoe so where where were you guys on 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 this little group of characters (laughs) zoe becoming friend is pretty comics accurate so i can't blame them for that i loved it it is but it was very much rushed she was in the first two episodes for two seconds and then she came in on the end and she was like hi guys i was in the theater room I love you. <laughs> so honestly, like that feeling of being rushed, I kind of feel about the entire series, but I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm. Um, as far as her friends go, though, like I fucking love Bruno. He's a nerd like me. Like I, I, I related with him on a deep level. Um, but yeah, no, they were all just they were with a lot of these shows and like superhero movies and stuff. The supporting cast tends to just be that they're kind of just there. Just kind of filler material here and there. These characters actually played significant roles in the story, which was nice to see. And they were just fun characters that actually had depth to them that you got to really know and like as much as you got to know Ms. Marvel. Um, so I was really pleased about that. I, I 100%. agree. 
I yeah, agree. Hundred uh, percent. I I love Bruno. Did you know that the actor uh, it's Matt Linz or something like that? Linz. Yeah, was uh, actually up for Spider Man. I did see something about that. I'm I'm glad I would have been happy with that. Didn't happen. <laughs> uh, I'm cool, with Tom Holland. Uh, you know, yeah. him and his spoilerific ways. That's I the mean, best thing I'm, about it. <laughs> I'm fine with Tom Holland, but I would have been fine with him as well. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, of her friends group, though. I mean, Nakia was probably the one I was the most excited to see what they would same. do because she had such an interesting way in the comics that if they played her the wrong way in the show then it wouldn't have been as impactful as it was but i think they did nail it i mean i think that the few scenes that she was in was great (laughs) i i agree i feel like uh she's she's so important um to her friend group um being like the her primary female friend for like the longest time um and uh Nakia just knows her so well <laughs> and she's very strong-willed uh that's probably my favorite trait about her um mm. and you can see that like they didn't get enough of it in the show I think um but she just she just you could tell she had a lion in her and just was ready to unleash it at the right person at the right time um you could see it when she went to the mosque and she was like mm-hmm. trying to run for the she was like yeah this is uh like your time is over, old folks. Move over. Coming <laughs> she was in. even. She was even like, "I'm running for the board." She's like, "I'm your next board member." Yeah. <laughs> Dripping confidence. I love. Oh heck, it. telling damage control to get out of there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Multiple times. Not even once. Multiple times. <laughs> the uh, the trick that she pulled with the boyfriend thing in the closet was was just perfect. I was like, oh, I was yeah. like, oh man, they're stuck. They're stuck in the closet. Why would they hide in the closet? And. uh <laughs> the kid's like you heard it right she said her boyfriend so desperate so desperate it me uh <laughs> I, w- I would love a like kind of semi like political drama slash dark comedy with her mm-hmm. like i could see her doing a show like that and i'd be all for it i'm here for it <laughs> same uh bruno uh i he was that puppy dog unrequited love it it was heartbreaking to watch because you're like me you've been there uh it's not fun it's not fun uh, but i love how not super central it was to everything yes like it's there you can think about it but like there was others like here's the thing about doing a show about teenagers it doesn't always have to be about who they're hooking up with mm-hmm. and they smartly avoided that in this show i think Agreed. mostly mostly because there there was the oh my god cameron's hot i kind of want to kiss him <laughs> I mean, they're, they're teenagers you're not going to 100 get away from that anyway not. i think not. you have to you almost have to have something like that where there's the person that the person is almost fawning over but they really didn't overdo it at all nope yeah it, and it became more like i want to help you mm. more than anything else and I think that's such a key piece of who Kamala is, right? Like she's more interested in helping someone than serving her own purposes. Um, and it was, it was just, yeah, it was, it was good. Thought it was good. Yeah, I feel bad for Bruno. I mean, poor yeah. guy. Who does? So nice. 
such a kind kid. Like yeah. honestly, if my sons grew up to be half as nice as that kid, I'd be the happiest person yeah. in the world. <laughs> he still got clocked in the face after he just saw Kamala and Comrade about to kiss. Oh god. And then he's like, okay, guys, now hit me. I'm fine. Like, <laughs> I just love guy. how like he always like showed up around to the con house and he would just like be part of the traditions and stuff. And mm. he like joined the dances and stuff. Like he it got really into the whole Pakistani culture and it was just fun. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, th- I think that's pretty accurate as well, right, Chris? Like he's basically a part of their family. Yeah, I mean, he's in there. You never see, you never really see parents from him. So it's like Kamala's parents, which is totally believable seeing the actors and how they portrayed it here. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bruno's our kid now. He just happens to live somewhere else. Yep. Uh, I love seeing certain locations like the Circle Q. Like that was that was huge for me i was like oh yeah that's that's really that's really such a nice touch i mean if they had changed that i feel like I, that would have broke my heart just a little bit not a lot not a lot but like it's just it's where she goes it's where they hang out after school it's where <laughs> bruno lives you know <laughs> you said that, that while laughing <laughs> that, that part's a little sad that's because it made me sad <laughs> like he doesn't have parents and he lives above a convenience store that he uh, works he at. doesn't he doesn't live there anymore. <laughs> not, not, not by choice. <laughs> I literally just the other day made the Circle Q and Circle K connection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes yeah. it happens that way. You just yeah. you never you never know. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about her parents really quick. Actually, just her entire family. Uh her relationship with her dad um especially from the comics is a very special one um, mm-hmm. you can tell they're very close it's not always like that with the mom and i think they focus more on the mom in the series which i thought was actually kind of refreshing yeah i, I mean yeah. yeah her mom was very so having indian friends <laughs> i know that indian parents can be very overwhelming and like very protective but they want like they want the best for you like that's Mm -hmm. what they want and they're not afraid to be a bit blunt with you (laughs) and so just like seeing that portrayed in kamala's parents like i could believe that that's how an actual pakistani mother would be and it was just fun to watch her just like egg on kamala now that's like Mm, you sure you, you might want to do it this way or something like it was just fun to just watch their interactions all the time so i am kind of glad that they focus on her a bit more just because that relationship between the two of the actors there was just so good it was just so much fun to watch oh yeah i mean are they probably they, they have to be the best mcu parents right oh, i mean but- well, most of the other parents are dead, so... Well, I was going to say also alive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, right? Because I don't think anybody... Because even Kate Bishop's mom is, you know... Trash. Not in great. Who else is even dead. in the conversation there? Right. <laughs> winner, winner due to the only entrant in the race. <laughs> I mean, Aunt May was a pretty good parent, I thought, but that's... And then you can start talking about what defines parenthood and it's like, oh, um, true. But yeah, like as far as family, as like a family unit, I feel like Kabbalah's parents were were awesome. Um, it was believable. That was the biggest thing. I mean, it, it made sense. And I was like, I wasn't questioning it at all. 
which I think they needed to nail. You, you know what uh, caught me in the feels as a dad? That moment where her dad walks in, dresses the Hulk, and she <sighs> just completely spurns him. And his heart is just shattered on the on the floor. And he, 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 you just see the hurt in him. And I was just like, that's going to happen one day. This, mm-hmm. this sucks. <laughs> 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 I don't want my kids to be teenagers. This is awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I really wish he'd been in the show more. Yeah, mm. it's fun. Dad jokes, Jesus, and like that heart, to, the heart to heart conversations that he had. It was like, if we got more of him, he'd be in the running for best TV dad, in my opinion. Like that's, mm. it was just like, great. It was just great. Had the stuff of greatness to it. Uh, <laughs> that last conversation he had with her about her name mm-hmm. and then just being a hero. I mean, Mightier? hands down, I was like, this is this is her with great power comes great responsibility moment and he did it so well so well yep there there may there may have been tears on my face you just don't know (laughs) because you weren't here and you didn't see it (laughs) how about her brother (laughs) oh so good i wanted more of him yeah me too (laughs) yeah because in just, the comics you get him following her around all over the place because mm-hmm. mom says okay i don't want to do it but you're, you're gonna do it i'm here and then that's what he does and he's just there and he's so cool and he has such cool moments in the comics and then mm-hmm. here in the show it's just okay yeah there's his wedding that's important run into her with the fiance okay yeah but then just three episodes in a row or so of just not being in there yeah yeah, I feel like it would have been nice to have more. I mean, there's a lot of family, a lot of family ties in here between her, her mom and her grandmom and her great grandmom and like the, her, her basic lineage. And I feel like, unfortunately, that's a product of sticking to the six episode format, I guess, Um where which you, is the problem here yeah yeah boo <laughs> where you could have you could have really given some of the supporting cast a bigger arc i feel like i feel like bruno probably got the best arc but even then like it felt kind of shortchanged um you know it, it just it wasn't enough like cameron fucked off for a good while back there and it's fine it's fine you can you can do that but i will and also, say like him into, yeah like him and like all the clandestines and stuff which we'll get to in a minute like yeah. i feel like they just like disappeared for a while i was just, as soon as they came back i'm like oh yeah these guys <laughs> they just a lot of these side characters just kind of went away for way longer than they should have i mean najma just kept popping up at the worst possible times yeah I'm like, come on stop it like go, how do you keep finding these people so why are you here <laughs> uh you know i had i had fun um but it was just like uh a a little a little more here um yeah i was saying kareem like kareem was so cool like he was like like if we had just not had like i understand why camera but like if we not had him as much and had a little more kareem like that would have been cool that look is so good and he was so cool and kind and funny like I felt like he would have vibed a little bit better with the core of the cast back in the States. Um, like I felt like that would have been more interesting of a story to tell. He vibed more with Kamala than Kamran did personally. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, when they were on screen, I was like, 
that's believable. Uh-huh. This isn't. <laughs> this dude is too mopey. Get him away. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm team Kareem for sure. Yes. Like 100%. Yes. Like, Hashtag team Kareem. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> for sure. All right. So uh, you guys have anything else you want to say about the family? They were no? great. No. I did like how they had to kind of maneuver around um, the difference here between in the comics at some point Kamala's mom figures it out but yeah. you don't know until pretty deep into it when it's just oh yeah guess what I knew this whole time mm. so they did a good job of working around that and in having it be something that made sense in this story uh, I loved the attempted reveal of the identity I was just about to end. say that it's like he was he had it on speaker we all do <laughs> so and accurate that... for older parents <laughs> speaker's just easier <laughs> so accurate <laughs> like anybody with parents yep yeah, no yeah. it's it's just loud as hell all the time speaker why are you on speaker <laughs> how is that easier than putting it to your head like i just don't like <laughs> well sometimes they do this thing where it's like at the ear and then at the mouth yeah. and then at the ear. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this? Just hold it still. Like, it's it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, parents. That's hilarious. Uh, I will say about her great grandmother um, when she was in the past or whatever. First of all, I wasn't sure that she was actually there if she was just seeing it or was actually when, when you realize, oh, God, she's actually there. Um, first of all, she was a beautiful woman, almost disarmingly beautiful. It w- was not fair <laughs> at times, but she was also very fierce. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like, oh, okay, that's like that's a trait that just kind of runs through the women in that family, and it's kind of awesome. Um, and that that was really neat. Um, and then attaching her to the clandestine and all that other stuff, um, it was interesting. Uh, so let's talk about the villains, uh, really, of the series, the damage control as well as the clandestine. How do you guys feel about those? So this is where I think the whole six episode thing becomes an issue, because by the end of the series, I literally sat there and I was just like, wait, who is the actual villain of this show? Yeah. Like, was it the clandestine? Was it this government agency like? Who was actually the person I was supposed to be afraid of in this show? Because no, they had these two central villains, but neither of them got fully fleshed out. And you didn't really figure out who they were or what their purpose was. Like the entire time, I didn't know what the hell the damage control's purpose was, what they were trying to do. I still don't know. I'm like, I know you're a government agency that's looking looking out for these super powered individuals. That's all I know. That's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, six episodes isn't enough. I feel like if they would have picked one of them, it would have almost been better. But I feel like both of them were like weird speed bumps for her to like figure stuff out. Mm -hmm. But they're also not done. Like, I'm pretty sure the clandestines are going to come back in some way just because she's connected to them. But then the Department of Damage Control is just, I feel like it's going to get worse unless they're all scrolls. But like I feel like that that's a product of the six episodes like they just were there and then they're gone but it's like okay cool thanks <laughs> you guys are awful <laughs> but like, and I, I think only two of the clandestines actually died right they all did 
did they all die? They all eventually did, yes. Okay. Well, there might be like one or two left, but yeah. Because like one of them didn't one of them get knifed by Walid. Yep. Yep. And yep. Then yeah, you're right. Faria, what was her name? Faria, I think. She was the first one to get, I don't know. Yeah. Disintegrated, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Terrigen misted, but yeah. Looking <laughs> yeah. way too much like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that too, Chris. I was like watching, and I was like, "It really looks just like a, a Terrigen cocoon." Why wouldn't you just? I mean, it's fine. Like, you don't have to, but like, like, why would you even tease me with that look or possibility if you're not gonna just? It's because they're gonna sneak in and the Inhumans. <laughs> fine, whatever. It's fine. Just do it. It's just, just another it. label, guys. Just another label. <laughs> And then they're going to make the entire Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show canon and bring back Coulson. Probably. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, like, by the end of that episode, where, like, the whole clandestine storyline kind of finished off, I was like, wait, don't we still have, like, an episode or two left? Why is this already wrapping up? Like, why are we done here so soon? And, yeah, things just felt a little bit rushed on the story front at times and that was probably my biggest issue with this entire season yeah and i feel like uh you said um just picking one or the other probably would have been the smarter move craft a little bit of a tighter narrative if you're married to the six episode thing which i don't think anybody's in love with because it feels short like like you don't get enough of certain parts of the story unless you, you have like a crack writing team which you know, as good as as good as parts of this were, like you just can't do certain things within those constraints. With all, so the Loki was there. good, and I think Hawkeye did a decent job with the six episodes. Mm-hmm. But every other show so far, One uh, Division was fine, but it had more episodes, smaller, but more episodes to kind of flesh it out a little bit. But like uh, Moon Knight could have used that extra episode oh. or two just to flesh things out a bit more. And yeah. I'm afraid that she hulk might have the same issue i think she hulk is isn't that like a half hour comedy well i thought i i heard that they were going to be eight or nine episodes for she hulk they might be half hour piece then yeah yeah Yeah, because i think wasn't one division nine or was it ten one division was nine okay but those were only like like 30 30 to 40 40 minutes minutes. i think think toward the end they got close to an hour but yeah yeah but that's fine i can i can take that yeah i just hope that if they do stick to the six episode moving forward, that they are able to just tighten that story up a bit and yeah. make it so that we're not left being like, okay, well, but what about this? It, it gets interesting when you're introducing a new character. It's not enough because Hawkeye and Loki, we already know them. Exactly. And we didn't need all of that. So, and also, I mean, Agreed. the writing for Loki is just phenomenal. <laughs> so it was just yeah. so concise, but yeah, so far it's just missing it. Missing. I can't believe I got King. Like it's it's it makes me so happy, <laughs> so happy. Um, yeah, I mean, I almost feel like you what you what you should do is case by case basis, right? Like, oh, this show needs eleven episodes. This show only needs eight. We don't really need to do too much more. The show, you know, it's a it's a half hour comedy. We can do ten of those or whatever. Like that's that's fine. But like, you just need to kind of not be in love with just one thing over and over again they need to make them long enough right yeah Mm -hmm. 
treat it like a podcast, you know, like never ending. They don't, I mean, <laughs> if you can do a never ending, do a never ending. But like, they're the only ones setting their schedule. You know, if, if yeah. you need 12 episodes to do it, then you just don't have another show come out until that one's done. Absolutely possible. Uh, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. Um, all right. So um, any other things you guys want to say about any characters that did or didn't show up? Uh, any arcs specifically that, that we may have missed? Um, or, or Edison, the cockatiel clone of Edison, the inventor. How dare they not do that as the villain from the first? <laughs> yes, I know. Even worse than that, no Lockjaw. <laughs> oh man, Lockjaw would have been awesome. Uh, Literally, yeah. the only good thing about the Inhumans. True. Like, that's <laughs> that was it. That's all they need. <laughs> just a big old pup. You could have just pup. had like something in the last episode where they even mentioned him, and I would have been happy with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what is what is that dog? yeah it's fine or, or oh, like he's so before, cute let me go pet him she, <laughs> like he just shows up grabs kamal and teleports out like that would have been cool that's all yeah. you need big old pup i don't care about anything else i bet you he, he gives he gives the best snuggles <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so do you guys have any favorite moments or like action scenes that really stuck with you that you're just like yeah that was awesome i need more of that like i think uh that one chase scene while she was in Pakistan with um, with Kareem uh, as they're running away from the clandestine was like really fun. Um, it, it, it gave me a lot of like eighties action movie vibes. Somebody overturns a fruit stand like all the time, like that type of thing. Uh, but I thought it was fun. So there was a moment during that scene where I was just in my head, I was just like, God, I'm getting old because all I thought throughout that scene was just like, how much damage they're doing, all that destruction. Who's going to clean all that up? <laughs> like, well, you're just ruining all these people's days. I'm just like, what are we doing? <laughs> it's supposed to really... actually be the Department of Damage Control, but they're too busy being xenophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I love they called it out too immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good scene. I like how that scene is shot too. Because yeah. it, you could feel how tight it is in some areas. Mm-hmm. That part's really cool. Uh, favorite scene? Oh, man. I When she jumped out to save Comron from the Department of Damage Control shooting him, and then she put up that shield, I just, that moment, like, I got chills, and I was like, she is finally Miss Marvel. Like, she's fine. You know what I mean? Like, she's just, it's instinct now. She's just mm-hmm. going to do it. I don't know. That scene was just so cool. Yeah. I've watched it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the fight with Kareem, though. That was another fun one. Mm-hmm. Just all of a sudden, oh, shit, there's a knife there. Let's fight, but we're not really trying to hurt each other yet. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that chase is is also very fun. Like, an, ab- an, an abandoned... Uh, was it abandoned? The train station? No, I don't think well, it was That abandoned. part of it was pretty much... Yeah. It was at least cut off from general public. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought, I thought, yeah, man, I just thought he was so cool. And then the the base of the red daggers, I thought was really cool, mm-hmm. visually striking. I thought that was just, just so that neat. mix of like the high tech stuff with like the old traditional like um, yeah. architecture and stuff. Like it just it works so well. I love. Are it. you just what gonna skip over the stove doorway? Right. Yeah. 
absolutely not. <laughs> I need one of those. Can I, I have get been one? told that we're getting one of those in our next house? <laughs> that is a huge promise, and I hope you get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I was I was the one ordering. I've, I'm the one who has to make it happen. I'm oh. going to make her compromise and say maybe it's not going to be the stove, but it's going to be something similar. Something <laughs> is going to go to a secret passage. Oh secret yeah. Room. <laughs> A bookcase might be a good thing to start with. Yeah, and that's too obvious. I was say, the bookcase is way too obvious. Like so many people will have a hidden True. passage behind the bookcase. You got to be a little more original than that. The stove. <laughs> you don't see the stove coming at all. It's exactly. like, oh, what are you, what are you cooking? And then, boom, secret room. Like, oh, God. We're going to have a walk-in refrigerator and then the Ooh. back wall of that. Yes. Ooh. Nice. Love it. Love it. Get, get as crazy as you possibly can. <laughs> I feel like that's where I'd store my comics. Like, it would just be a comic book room, a massive mm. comic book library. You're, you're going to need that at some point. <laughs> I, shit, I need it now. <laughs> I need it now. I have, like, down the other end of this room, I have, like, 13 long boxes, like, four short boxes, and behind me I have, like, two um, cabinets of graphic novels. Like, I might have a problem, you guys. Might? <laughs> That's not even the stuff that's not up here. Like my wife Mike, is like, why are there comics all over this house? Like, <laughs> the first step is acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem. I enjoy them. Hey, I don't think you have a problem. Thank I'm, you. If you could see the left side of me, it's very much like what you just described. So <laughs> this <laughs> is just this week's pickups. Yes, yes. Oh. You know what's up. I got a white bag too. That's fun. <laughs> 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 we've we've definitely rolled off track here and that's fine that's, that's a good thing us. it really is normal <laughs> it feels like we're show. back to normal <laughs> uh did you guys catch any easter eggs that stuck out to you the plaque no. in, the, in the first episode with oh. a bunch of the creators g will wilson was on that um i can't remember anything else like there were a ton of people i think everybody on that plaque mm -hmm. somehow was working on either the comic or the show. Yeah. Which I thought was sick. Uh, I love that. Um, I didn't catch anything else major off the top of my head. Just the Shang-Chi reference. I mean, the ten rings on the ground in the oh, temple yeah. where they found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, That's what I'm, I'm curious if it's going to, if the ten rings are going to get. I was wondering that too, especially because the post credit scene in Shang-Chi has uh captain marvel in there so i'm wondering if there's going to be some overlap in there at some point yeah say, they said that it's sending a signal but yeah no, that's it <laughs> can we talk about captain marvel for a second sure uh that, that was a fun post credit yeah <laughs> did you expect her to show up yes not like that 100 i was like not like I, that True. i did expect her to show up but not like that no yeah <laughs> I, I love that look when she comes out of the closet though she just <laughs> looks around she's like the fuck is this place isn't that like your worst nightmare being like why am i all over the walls this is not okay <laughs> but look depends on not, who's doing it if there's a hair doll on the desk it's different <laughs> i think this was uh you could tell it was a teenager's room right um, true true i felt like i'm a little disappointed that we didn't get kamala fangirling at carol because that is what i thought was gonna happen that is such a thing that happens like almost repeatedly, even though they've become friends, you know, she still really looks up to Carol. Uh, I just felt like it was just like a missed opportunity. Like, maybe it's important to the, to the movie. I don't know. 
I, I, say, like, I was expecting that to happen, but knowing that they're going to all be in the Marvels, I feel like that's going to be their first interaction. Because what I'm getting at this point is that they've swapped places and now Carol has to somehow find her way back to wherever she was. And she can fly. She's fine. And there's going to be, <laughs> well, then she's probably going to run into Monica at some point while she's here. And yeah, all this shit's going to happen. And then they're finally going to meet up and she's like, oh my God, Carol, I love you. I'm just worried about Kamala now possibly just being dropped into a void in space and just, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Hopefully that crystal armor can just sustain her for at least 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought that Monica might have shown up instead of Captain Marvel just because of the, the proximity to her. Yeah. Also because of the changes that they made. I was like, I mean, Captain Marvel's in space. How is she? Why would she come back? But based but on the end of WandaVision, uh, Monica is up in space now. So, yeah, she is. Yeah, Wait, I'm one totally of the, blanking. One of the scroll basically is like at the very end. She's like, "Come with me," and she just pulls oh, that's up right because like that's they're going right. to see Fury. That uh, is right. Just, so technically, Monica's off world too now. I want, I want a lot more Monica. Uh, oh, I want her. so much more of her. Such a great character. Mm-hmm. I All was right, really so- just hoping for the like the almost dream sequence when Kamala gets her powers in the comics and have that be just the post credit scene and, oh, I've been doing this stuff. And then dream Carol, just telling her how amazing she is. Mm. (laughs) Uh, All right. So I want to talk quickly about visuals and the CGI. Um, So early on, I thought the series kind of had a Scott Pilgrim feel to it. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was cool and a unique take it's not really something we'd seen a lot from from Marvel before. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think about that? I liked it. Um, it did remind me a lot of some of the Spider-Man, uh, like especially Homecoming. I think it reminded me a little bit more of that. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. It was a different feel to a lot of the Marvel stuff that we've been getting. So I was happy that they went with that route. Agreed. I mean. Who doesn't like Scott Pilgrim? Who doesn't like Doodle Hearts? Like, yeah, sold. <laughs> and I love that they weren't reading us their text messages. You know, keep it mm. real. Let us yeah. see it in a way that makes sense enough in the world. And people are just acting natural. Yeah, Agreed. I, I think that's 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 accurate. Um, what do you think about like a lot of the CGI used in the in in the series so far? It was fine. They had to. I mean, if the, even if they kept her powers the same, they would have to be so much CGI and it yeah. just for her. So, I mean, I think they actually did a good job with not using too much. Yeah. Like, it's like sometimes it's hit or miss uh, lately. I don't know what what is going on, but like, uh, you know, it's it's it can be a little tough. And I thought it was it was decent. I, again, I didn't love the change to her powers. I'm just going to beat that dead horse over and over and over again. But what bothers me is that like they use the crystals to be stretchy powers anyway. So it was just like, why not just make it her actual Because body. you can make it PS1 polygons if it's the crystals. <laughs> just guess. Taking the long way around, man. <laughs> and then, like, so here's the problem that I had. Like when, like in the last couple episodes where she's running across and like jumping down her platforms mm-hmm. she looked like she was stretching like she looked like her actual body was just stretching to meet the next one 
So it's like, okay, the CGI either messed up or she has limited stretchiness. Which is like, <laughs> just uh, okay. a few inches give or take that's it <laughs> what'd you guys think about the costume oh, it was great oh, so good the second and- i saw it i'm like i have never read miss marvel it's one of those series i know i should get into but like i know what she's supposed to look like and the second i saw her i was just like that's it that's it mm-hmm. yep which is the evolution like, of it at you know right starting mm-hmm. with her really crappy thing and then just getting the pieces along the way and getting yep. the pieces along the way and all of a sudden there's her mom hey you know hey. I made you, here's, here's this thing i made for you okay i know i remember the whole costume let's see what crappy thing you made for me and yeah i wasn't having tears when she opened up the box <laughs> at all there was yes. something that uh my co-host pointed out in that scene specifically that I didn't even catch when she went to Karachi, you know how her mom had all those toffee boxes everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were milk toffees. The box that she gave her costume in were milk toffee toffees. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, no, <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so corny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just ruined everything. Everything I touch. <laughs> okay. We're trying to have a moment here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do best. I'm sorry. Um, and, and this was a, a had a series of moments that were like straight out of comics. Chris, that that background that you have uh, with her sitting on the lamppost that is like directly there, and you know moments with her standing with her hands on her hips, like that's like that, like they the they got some of the shots right like perfectly mm. absolutely nailed it um and i loved how they were throwing in just straight up comic images in the end credits oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah i love that that was fun uh thrown with like pakistani music and like, oh that was cool it was definitely cool all right uh so as we start to wrap up here we've been doing this for a while uh i didn't realize how, <laughs> what time it was all right time flies when you're having fun yeah 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 uh this this was very fun uh gladly have you guys back anytime um okay so we're gonna do something we hear we on the show called why do you hate it why do you love it why do you hate it is uh to say something bad about a project that you loved why did you love it is to say something nice about something that you hated (laughs) morbius uh (laughs) so i just want to go ahead and kick things off with you jess uh why did you hate it why did you love it so I hated it because of the six episode structure. It just made it feel like there wasn't enough thought given to like the villains or some of the story elements just didn't get the time it deserved. I know I take your thing every time. <laughs> um, and I loved it just because Kamala herself was just a fun character. And it felt like from what little I actually know of her from the comics and just other media that I've gotten to know her from, she was just perfect. You're never doing this before me ever again because you always take everything. Always. We don't always. talk. Guys, we don't talk before the show. We watch a movie. <laughs> we'll watch a show independently. And then we, we when we finally do, he takes the exact thing that I'm like, yes, I have it. I have it. I swear to God, for like the last year, he's, he's been doing this to me. Hey, you're the one that keeps telling me to go first. So and, Yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, half, to be fair, half the time, Sam takes what I want to say. So... <laughs> But it makes me think on my feet. So, uh, Noah, you go ahead and go next. 
Oh man, it's um, tough. It's a tough exercise. It is tough because you did take what I was gonna say. Because, <laughs> um, okay, so I'll start with I hated it because of Agent Deaver. Everything about Agent Deaver I didn't like. I didn't like the hair. I didn't like her attitude. I didn't like any time she was on the screen. <laughs> I like this bitch hair. I like no, the way she looked I... at people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. She wore her shoes twice in the mosque, and I'm not having it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <as> fuck. <laughs> I loved it because I think this show actually got me excited for the future of the MCU because I feel like she is going to be the front runner. She's going to be the person that's going to actually, I don't know. Yeah, she's I'm just like, excited. She can be the heart of the MCU moving forward. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like nothing can ever happen to her. She's going to be here for a while. You yeah, hear us, Marvel? Excited. Nothing can ever happen to her. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we will find you. <laughs> uh, Chris, why did you love it? Why did you hate it? I hated it because I feel like it needs the next thing to be happening right now. Mm. Like, this is not an ending to a season this is an ending like your mid-season finale type thing where they got to take time off for baseball playoffs kind of thing and Fair. this just needs to have like if the marvels was coming out in a month okay i could deal with that but we're not getting this connection thing for a very long time unless she hulk connects somehow but i loved it because this so squarely puts champions on the table oh, <laughs> oh, oh you motherfuckers <laughs> i'm just gonna say oh do you have anything left to say <laughs> yes yeah i just i'm gonna steal something else from you hopefully go for it, go for it. <laughs> champions on the table means squirrel girl means we're gonna see dr doob and an army of squirrels yes <laughs> Is well, that, that wasn't where you quite, were going to go with it, Mike? What? Not quite, but now I'm thinking about it, and now I need it. I need it more than anything I've uh, that I've needed recently. Uh, okay. That's what Phase 4 has been building up to this entire time. Squirrels Squirrel versus Army. Doom. Yes. <laughs> and we all know how that ended. Uh, Squirrel v. Doom, Avengers 5. <laughs> uh, so fucking stupid. What are we doing? What are we doing? So all is there right. anything left for you to love? Yes. I loved the characterizations of uh, all the characters and how they all interacted together. Uh, I felt like they really felt like a family unit and like they actually enjoyed each other's presence. Um, I felt like that was almost palpable on screen. Um, I hated it because of how they changed her powers and none of you said that. So fuck you. I win. Uh, I got something in there. Um, I left it for you. <laughs> you did. You really did. I forgot about it, to be I, honest. <laughs> I, I do it to myself by going last. Um, <laughs> I I just, I really, like, if you're going to go nine-tenths of the way to represent a stretchy brown girl, just, you might as well go all the way. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, uh, before we wrap up here, we do a rating here on the show. Uh, we do all of our stuff out of five. We do quarter points. Um, so you can go, um, if, if you're given a 2.5, you give it a 2.5, 2.25 if you want. Um, all that's fine. So 
Um, if you want to go ahead and get us started, Jesse, with your rating, go right ahead. I'm torn between like a four and a four and a half. Um, I think the rushed nature of the show with only six episodes is going to make me go with more of a four. Um, there was so much about the show that I liked, but that's just it. There are some parts that really just needed that extra little bit that wasn't there. All right, uh, Chris. I'm going to go, I think a four with an asterisk because I, th- I think a four is your floor here. But in the future, when you can see everything that's coming after this and you don't have to wait for it all to come out, I can see me pushing it up higher. Interesting. Good point of view. Uh, like that. Noah, go ahead. Uh, I'll just do 4.5. I mean, I whenever I ranked all seven on my show, I put Moon Knight and Miss Marvel at number one for my favorite of all of them. So <laughs> I got to get it as high as I can without doing perfect. <laughs> if it was more than six, it would probably be five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. Four. Four is really, really good. Um, you know, there's there's just certain things that that kind of bother me. The length of the series probably being the top of it because I, I just needed more. I needed more like it's so good that i just wanted more and i didn't get it so i'm a i'm a whiny little bitch that way what uh, a problem for marvel to have people want more of the show yeah. like do more episodes yeah <laughs> i i feel like they didn't really anticipate that very well because mm. i think they went and hit the production six episodes will get in and out and people will watch and it'll be fine and then you get through the six and you're just like wait a minute <laughs> like like give give me a little more here i understand it's expensive to do but disney y'all rich as hell uh so let's go all right uh as we wrap up here i'm gonna let you guys go ahead and plug your stuff again so chris why don't you go ahead and start by plugging your show and all your stuff well once again i am on play comics where i grab a guest and it could in theory be any of the three people here in the future And we're going to look at a video game based on a comic and see how well that game represents the source material. But if you want to hear me on other things, you can also hear me on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., where we go talk about basically all things Marvel that's coming out. So as we're recording this, we're going to record our final Miss Marvel episode on Saturday. And then after that, we're picking it right back up, looking at the X-Men 92 animated series. Oh, yeah. Uh, it got it got a little news for you. It might not have aged as well as you think. Uh, it aged exactly as well as I think. <laughs> uh, uh, but I still had a lot of fun rewatching it. So yeah, we're about to get to the bad part. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, say more on Legends of Shield. Uh, uh, Noah, why don't you go ahead and uh, plug your stuff? Uh, yeah. So I do a podcast on our favorite pop culture obsessions being books movies tv shows uh, we do it by season meaning the season we're covering is the one thing property that we're covering the entire way through book movie tv show all of that um, we're actually going to be covering heartstopper next um, so that's going to be an entire season of that just mixing it up from marvel um, find us on all platforms social media bite of pod awesome thank you guys so much for for hopping on the show uh, it's for me and Jesse. We'll be back in. Uh, so you can find me here. <laughs> <laughs> find me in these streets. 
I'll be back. I will be back uh, in Mike's thick stack. Uh, just, I'm just dropping those episodes kind of haphazardly. I think one released today at time of recording. I, I, I don't remember because I have so many <laughs> coming out. I just it's everywhere. It's July fifteenth, twenty twenty three is when it's scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> I, in theory, could do that. Um, I uh, will. We'll also be back on the Twist Cast in about two weeks, probably from whenever you're hearing this, talking about San Diego Comic Con, and uh, we're gonna do some big looks at the MCU and DC EU. Uh, and we'll talk about that with a special guest as well there um, so until next time thanks so much for listening to Twistcast and joining uh, us with our friends here make sure you check out all their stuff on um, whatever podcast platforms and their websites links in the show notes until next time I'm Mike and I'm Jesse stay twisted everyone stay twisted everyone